You are listening to Accessibility Solutions. If you're a business looking to improve your bottom line, then you're in the right place. In this show, we will discuss how making the world accessible is great for business and the economy. My name is Linda Hunt, and I am an award-winning accessibility consultant, speaker, and author, and a longtime advocate for all things related to accessibility. Thank you for joining me. Now let's get started. Right. Thanks so much for joining me this week. This week, I am very pleased to have Rob Dotton with me, and Rob is with Contactless Access. So Rob is has his Bachelor of Science in Pure Mathematics and his Bachelor of Science in Applied Physics. So obviously, he's a lot smarter than I am. He's the Director of Contactless Access and Accessibility Initiative at Ottawa's premier prototyping incubator, ProtoDev Canada. Rob has long been involved in Ottawa's high-tech community, bringing innovative ideas to accessibility as part of ProtoDev Canada's management team since 2018. ProtoDev develops concepts into manufacturable designs in a myriad of industries, medicine, environment, monitoring, and accessibility. Through our accessibility program, we have developed contactless access touchless controls from home to work and everywhere in between. So thank you so much for joining me today, Rob. And Thanks I'm for having me. Turn it over to you and uh, walk us through um, contactless access. And I'm excited to hear about sure. your company and the products. And So the company ProtoDev Canada that produces contactless access, it started about 15 years ago when my partner, Ki Wang, he was waiting for the bus and was struck by a car. And he broke his arm, broke his back, and went through lots of rehab. And when he recovered a fair bit, um, he said, I need to keep my mind active. So he started a company to do accessibility products. Um, He's a software engineer, sharp, sharp guy, and said, you know what, I think there's some holes in the marketplace. And he he started an accessibility company and tried to um, bring innovation to accessibility. And he found pretty quickly that at that time, it was pretty hard to have a, a viable business trying to get yourself in that niche, which is too bad. But what happened was he found he had amassed all these prototyping skills. So he turned the company into doing prototypes for people you have a bright idea, you don't know what you want to make, or you don't know how to make it, you come to us and we come up with a solution. But the great thing about that was it kept the lights on so that we then could spend our efforts on things like contactless access. And we were approached by the University of Carleton. They had four students who were unable to get to the fourth floor of their history building because of accessibility needs. And they would have to wait in the morning for a teller to come in from the bank and run the elevator for them. And Carlton said, you know, we're the most accessible university in Canada. That's what we're trying to be. This isn't acceptable. And so they talked to us and we said, you know what? I I think we can do this. And so we sat down and and decided to come up with an innovation that was safe, secure, reliable, um, affordable, so that um, it could be retrofitted into any elevator on the market or door. And we came up with contactless access. And it's a small Bluetooth module that 
goes in with each elevator button. And when you're close to it, the elevator pops up, elevator button will, or door button would pop up on your phone. So if you're in the foyer, you'll see the up and the down or the up, depending which floor you are and use it just like you'd use a normal elevator. All the accessibility features of Android and iOS are accessible with our app. So you can use, if you hover over a button, it will read the button's name to you in French or in English. If you want to use voice control, you turn that on and it will allow you to use it with your voice. So depending on what your needs are, you can run the elevator. So we sort of finished that installing that and, and we're super excited as COVID-19 was coming down and we put a quick promo video up on the internet because we thought beyond accessibility, there may be other areas where this would have needs, the touchless environment. Pearson Airport jumped on it right away, got six elevators in for, as a prototype, and it started working for everybody. We found that more and more people would use it. So I can walk through a little bit of how you use it. Um, if you've never had contactless access or seen one before, um, when you approach one of the elevators or doors, there'll be a sign on the door with a QR code or an NFC tag that says, this. you can operate this door with your smartphone. Um, you either scan it, and download the app, small app. We capture no data, you don't have to log in. There's no privacy data captured. So it's something you don't have to, it doesn't need Wi-Fi once it's installed. And when you get to a door, the door's name will be there. You hit the button, you go through it. It's very simple and easy to use. Um, when you get to the elevator, um, you'll see, if you're on the first floor, you'll see an up button. You press up, you head into the car and the buttons, up here, just like a regular elevator. And the idea is, is that we didn't want to have to write a manual on how to use it. So we make it look like an elevator. The buttons look like elevator buttons. There's French and English translations. So it's, it's, if there's anything that has words, it's easy to understand. And the uptake has been incredible. TTC has five stations. They're coming online. The city of Waterloo put it in and loved it. Carlton added more elevators. Pearson Airport, uh, I think, is now up to 41 elevators um, where you can get through without touching anything. And it just makes it everything more accessible for everybody. It's It's been excellent. As we're talking, or as you're talking, I'm, I'm jotting down some notes. I really want to highlight on, uh, like, as you said, so you're one of the businesses that kind of got launched and then the pandemic hit. But um, I think of... Uh, uh, just from the standpoint of everyone. I mean, I didn't travel in 2020. I travel a fair bit, um, but I did travel. Or sorry, I didn't travel in 2021, but I did travel in 2022. But um, going through Pearson, just because um, I'm immunocompromised, so I had on a, a mask and a face shield, and I actually wore gloves so that anything that I had to touch um, was, you know, was going to be safer for me. And I, as you're talking about contactless access, and you think of all of the staff that I've seen in some of these facilities where they have staff that are constantly sanitizing things like elevator buttons and door handles and all of that kind of stuff, where that's, if they're using your technology, just, just think of the savings from a business perspective of of you know not having to um, to be as focused on the physical sanitization of those surfaces because they're no one's touching them like and that's just uh, you know, absolutely 
Yeah, yeah. So that's the one thing that I picked out of that. And I really like the idea that Carleton University approached you because they had a mandate to be an accessible university. But a lot of times, as, as you said, so we're talking about a building that people, students with disabilities couldn't get to a floor. So good on them for being able to kind of identify they're, that that was a barrier um, and your company very, provide a solution. They're very motivated. They're, they yeah. do an excellent job with that. And it's one of these things that anybody, elevators are hard to make accessible. It, it really is a challenge. There's many ways to get through doors. You know, most stores have automatic sliders that open when you get there. You know, there's lots of that. But as far as elevators go, there there really aren't great solutions besides contactless access. Being able to work with every elevator on the market is a, a huge benefit. And we designed it that way. Key and I uh, had careers in telecommunications and manufacturing. So we knew how to make a product. So once we came up with the concept and started developing something that was the idea, we needed it to be secure. We needed it to be safe. It's not connected to Wi-Fi. It's not on a network. So you can't hack it. It's only a Bluetooth connection between your phone and that button. And that was one of the major things is the last thing we wanted was someone who was using our technology being in the stuck in an elevator out of control like it was so from the ground up it's been designed to be secure one of the things we've been developing lately uh, we call it paths so if you have a for example an office building where you arrive at work head through the doors and ride the elevator to your desk for example you could program a path so that as soon as you get on site when you reach the front doors, the front doors automatically open for you. You tr travel to the elevator, it will call the up button. And when you get in the elevator, call your floor number and take you all the way there. And a similar path would take you home at the end of the day. So that when you're getting there, you don't have to touch anything. Phone can be in your pocket and you just get close. And the, that's the nature of Bluetooth is we know where you're standing. So we know when you're close to the button, it already presses it. So there's not that lag so it's not opening up long before you get there and it's not opening up while you wait um because that's one of the challenges in the placement of buttons i know you know linda is that you hit the button then you got to get out of the way <laughs> it, they're not always in the moat they're not in you know they're not always put in the the best spot for everyone um, yes that's one of my they're uh, behind a sign or they're you yeah know. one of my pet peeves actually is button placement i do a lot of um accessibility audits of buildings where we look at um, yes. exactly that. Where is the button? Um, so where is the button? First of all, can you access the button? Because it's great to have an automatic door, but it's not very accessible if you can't access the button. But my other pet peeve is quite often they've got the button on like the frame of the door. And so you hit the button and I'm in a power wheelchair and the door swings open and it hits my footboard of the yes. wheelchair. And as I explained to a lot of clients that I work with, that if that's happening and you've got uh, somebody that's very unsteady on their feet using a walker, for example, um, that door next thing is, is practically knocking them off their feet. So um so I, I just, I think this just sounds like amazing technology and kudos to, uh, to you and your partner for, um, for kind of bringing this kind of thing to market. Um, and I was, Rob and I were talking a little bit easier, but 
or a little bit earlier, but one of the things that just came to mind when I was going through Rob's information is this is an example of how accessibility benefits everyone. And this is um, so, and just imagine even if you're um, walking somewhere with a, a box um, in your hand and if all you had to do was have your phone in the pocket, you're also not fiddling with the door or the elevator button or whatever. And I will tell you, as somebody who um, is in a power wheelchair, quite often when I get in an elevator, they are the, the button panels are made for people who are standing. So quite often I have to, first of all, get in the elevator, then I have to turn around and access the button panel. And quite often, if I want to go to a very high floor, um, I'm having to reach to even push the button um, for the floor that I want to go to. So I just, um, I just, I really have to say kudos to you guys for developing such a, what I would consider to be a very seamless application for a lot of uh, places that I go um, on a on a regular basis so do really uh, do really appreciate that so so we talked about uh, elevators doors and mass transit so this is really everything that uh, we do and talk about on our podcast is about making the world accessible um, and so this is this is really a technology that is just hitting the nail on the head there. It's just really making the world accessible for everyone. So um, so I, I do really want to thank Rob for joining us today. Do you have any other wrap-up comments there, Rob, that you'd like to share with our listeners? www.contactlessaccess.ca. If anybody has questions or you see how this would help your environment, we're happy to uh, discuss or if you had innovation where you see you have an idea and you need some sort of innovation to make things more accessible, we we do that sort of stuff as well and would love to speak to anybody. Yeah, so Rob's uh, contact information is in the show notes. So please feel free to, uh, to reach out to Rob. And again, I want to thank you, Rob, for joining us. And we will talk to everybody next week. Thanks again. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Accessibility Solutions. For a free 15-minute consultation to discuss how accessibility can improve your business bottom line, please visit solutions4accessibility.com. I love hearing from my listeners, so please feel free to email me at lynda at solutions4accessibility.com or connect with Accessibility Solutions on LinkedIn, Facebook, or subscribe to the Accessibility Solutions YouTube channel.